0: Welcome to Rhema for Today.
1: Let us define the glory of God as is defined in Holman's Bible Dictionary. The weighty importance and shining majesty which accompanies God's presence. That's the the definition of the glory of God from Holman. From the International Bible Encyclopedia... The definition is this, describing the form in which Jehovah reveals himself or is the sign and manifestation of his presence. Now we many times, we refer to the glory of God in such terms as the manifest presence of God, the power and majesty of God, the Shekinah glory, the glory cloud or the cloud of glory.
0: Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. This week we went into the archives and we found this teaching from Kenneth Hagin entitled "God's Greater Glory." This will be a great week of teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, here's Kenneth Hagin with today's message.
1: I want to speak on entering into a greater glory. I want you to understand that we need to enter into the measure of God's glory in a greater way. Everybody say, greater glory. glory. Now you can turn to Haggai, and while you're turning there, let me give you a little bit about Haggai. Haggai is one of the early post captive prophets. And the message that he has in the book of Haggai is a message to the people because they have been remiss or they have been slow in rebuilding the temple, and he begins to talk to them about that. And Haggai two nine actually Haggai's only two chapters. In these two chapters, about 19 times, this is what the Lord Almighty says is recorded. Chapter 1 has uh, 15 verses, I believe it is, and chapter 2 has uh, 23 verses. Let us read from Haggai 2 9. The glory of the present house will be greater than the glory of the former house, says the Lord Almighty. And in this place, I will grant peace declares the Lord Almighty now turn over to 2nd Corinthians chapter 3 2nd Corinthians chapter 3 and we will read from there and I will go back to these scriptures as we go through the teachings in verse 7 of chapter 3 of 2nd Corinthians it says now the ministry that brought death which Was engraved in letters on stone, came with glory, so that the Israelites could not look steadily at the face of Moses because of its glory, fading though it was. Verse 8 Will not the ministry of the Spirit even be more glorious? Now, let us define the glory of God as is defined in Holman's Bible Dictionary the weighty importance and shining majesty which accompanies God's presence. That's the the definition of the glory of God from Holman. From the International Bible Encyclopedia, the definition is this, describing the form in which Jehovah reveals himself or is the sign and manifestation of his presence. Now, we many times, we refer to the glory of God in Such terms as the manifest presence of God, the power and majesty of God, the Shekinah glory, the glory cloud or the cloud of glory. But as I have begun to pray and study and look across the body of Christ, I see a need for us in this hour to have a greater measure of the glory of God in operation. We need to be changed more into the image of Christ than we ever have before. We must, we must get a revelation of what God wants us to do in this last day. And we must be fully equipped to reach the lost and dying of the world with the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we must be ready when the Lord Jesus returns for that glorious church. As we begin to look into this, I begin to see some things happening. I've been around this all of my life, people. I was raised in the church. I have watched some of our Pentecostal groups that were in the fire, and I have watched them become nothing, a shell of what they were in former years. I have been here since the charismatic renewal started. I was here when the strong faith movement was involved. And I am beginning to see we people that call ourselves charismatic. I am beginning to see we people that call ourselves by the faith people I am beginning to see us let the glory of God wane in our presence. And I'm here today to send a call forth that we must not do like the Israelites and neglect to rebuild the temple of God. Now, if we go back to Haggai chapter 1, I'll read verses 2 through 4. This is what the Lord God Almighty says. These people say the time is not yet come for the Lord's house to be built. Then the word of the Lord came through the prophet Haggai. Is it a time for yourselves to be living in your paneled houses while this house, speaking of the house of God, the temple, remains in ruins? Now, the historical setting for this is the fact that the Israelites had returned from captivity and they had rebuilt houses around the city. But now, 16 years later, they had not rebuilt the temple, they rebuilt the walls of the city for their protection. They evidently had rebuilt their houses because he says here, Is it time for your, yourself to be living in paneled houses? Now, God is not against us living and having nice houses and having houses to live in, but I want to tell you something. It's more important that we build God's house, and unless we build God's house, we're never going to see the greater glory. They have become indifferent. These people become focused on themselves and their material things and put off rebuilding the house of God. If we're not careful in the charismatic move, we have become more involved with ourselves and more involved with the things that we can receive as the benefits of the blessing of God than we are about what this is all about, and that is reaching a world with the message that Jesus Christ gave his life that they might have life and have it more abundantly. I have something to say today, people. I am trying to open our eyes to the fact that if we are going to have the glory that will be greater than the farmer house, then there's some things we got to do about it. We can't just go with the status quo. We can't just rock along being satisfied with what we have. He says here in that ninth verse, the glory of the present house will be greater than the glory of the former house. And the only way that we're going to get a greater glory is to do something about it. We have to put a high priority on the things of God a higher priority on the things of God than we do on our own material things. Now, don't get me wrong. I believe that we should have the material things that God has promised us. But too many people are getting overboard on this side of give me this, give me that, give me this, give me this, Lord. And there's nothing wrong with that if you keep it balanced over on this side. Let me understand what I'm talking about. I mean, I believe that we should look good. I believe that we should live in the best. I believe that the house of God should look good. Look at the temple that he built in Jerusalem. It was the most beautiful building there was around. But we also have to keep a balance in this thing. Actually, they had forsaken the privilege of the experience of the glory of God in worship. If you will look around, you will find out that worship is returning to the house of God. True worship. That's why I like what we do here, have some worship before we begin to minister the Word. So many times we, we had it, and then it got off into nothing more than a bunch of show. Come on now, Hagan, you're doing good. I believe I will. Go ahead. Thank you. But we got to come back to a true worship, a true praise that does not come out of our head and a true dance that is just not us doing the kangaroo charismatic hop, but the true glory and the power of God. Actually, in one sense of the word, what we're looking at here in Haggai is actually a prophetic picture of us, the church today.
0: Welcome to Rema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.
2: Well, honey, we have an awesome offer this month. You know, we're kind of living in some dark times. Yes. Uh, And um, your dad uh, did actually, this is a DVD, called Victory Over Darkness and All Power of the Enemy. And then my book, Name Above All Names, Jesus. Yes. And this is a great book. This is a series of teachings that I did a while back and they put it into a book form it is you 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 want to get a hold of it this is a great book and those two are for a gift of twenty seven dollars or more and when you send that in guess what we're going to give them free of charge free of charge i'm going to give you my three cds why god why me why now now that's the title of the of the cd album but the title of the different cds in here are, uh, Come What May, God is Still God. Yes. And then the other CD is Don't Forget God. Mm-hmm. And the other one is Can God, God Can. And all of these deal with the subject, Why God? Why me? Why now? That's why the title is that way. But w- we want you to have this yes. for a gift of $27 or more for the two two items we're going to throw this in for you. And one of the reasons I'm doing it is because this is Resurrection Month, Easter yes. Sunday. Yes. And I call it Resurrection Month. And I want you to have those things.
0: Call toll free one eight 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 faith 99 Again, call toll free one eight 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 faith 99 You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G rema.org, Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagan Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126 Tulsa, Oklahoma 74150 We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of RAMA for Today. Tomorrow, Kenneth Hagan will continue his message on God's greater glory. That's Tomorrow, on Rema for today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen